Hey, Bestie. What's up, girl? We help people grow in their Christian lives, and through their growth, then they can better fulfill God's calling on their life. Right. When you come here, you're going to get it through a biblical lens. And not just ours. I like that we incorporate interviews by people living out the principles. Yeah, that's for sure. Here we go. Episode 180. Farron, we're in the 180s. That's crazy. Wow, okay. 200, right around the corner. Right around the corner. Okay, I Am Rahab miniseries. This, I like this. how this whole book has just dived into her life. And usually we just kind of glance over, oh, she's a harlot, and move on. And she helped people conquer Jericho, but we're actually digging deep. And I like that we're picking apart the little things, too, to see how we can mirror that in our lives. I think that during sermons a lot, I'm like... They've talked for 45 minutes about one line of scripture, and so I do appreciate it when, because I would have just glazed over it possibly, yeah, yeah, or only looked at it from the Israelites' perspective, mm-hmm. specifically with Rahab's story. I'm like, man, they walked around that wall how many times? I would have stopped after two, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but never stopped to take Rahab's perspective on the whole thing. Yeah. That just goes to say, like, that's why you just keep rereading the Bible, because you get a different perspective every time. And you can even dive deeper, even if it is just one verse or just a couple verses, which is really cool. Yep. So this chapter, chapter nine. Yes, it's titled, I am a changed world, which is quite the bold statement. Yes. So as Christians, we're supposed to be set apart and changing the world, right? To further God's kingdom. But that doesn't necessarily mean you, Farron, have to change the entire world. I, in fact, used to say that to a therapist I went to for a very long time. Well, actually... Uh, yeah, I would say something like, but I just want to save the world. And he would say, but maybe the world doesn't want to be saved. <laughs> Which we know is true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, believers are still going to do what God calls them to do and try to further his kingdom. But we know that for much of the world, it does not, in fact, it want to be saved. of the world. So maybe that's your first question today, y'all. Do you want a life change? Do you want your world personal world to look different and then what are you doing to make that happen sacrifice was a previous chapter risk was a previous chapter Mm -hmm. uh enduring various seasons of life we've covered a lot of um ideas that all relate back to kind of the big theme of this chapter if you want your world to change whatever that might look like um what are you willing to do but then here in this chapter we're going to talk about even more tips and advice I don't want to get too far ahead of us but on how to make those changes in your little world yeah and just kind of starts with you right it's like you were saying earlier you are pouring from your cup (laughs) just what is coming out of it Uh so and, and it's kind of also in combination with the plank speck verse where you're trying to help others, but you got this giant plank in your eye. Mm. So we've got to take the plank out first so we can see better to help them with the speck. So it's almost like we got to do a self audit here, make sure we're, our hearts are in the right spot. We're listening to God. And how do we listen to God? We just had that episode a couple weeks ago. <laughs> how do you hear from God? Okay, so reading your Bible, praying, journaling, praying over scripture, Community wise counsel, yeah, all that stuff. Those are all different ways you can hear from God. Over the next uh, couple pages, she kind of has these two ideas that there's people that have faith but don't do the work, mm-hmm. but then there's people that are striving and doing all the work and taking it all upon themselves, but they lack the faith. 
And I think that's very interesting. Mm -hmm. I can look back on life and see where I've fallen into either camp. And the most success and progress in life is when I've done both. Yes. (laughs) Faith and works. Weird how that works. Oh, that's so funny. I wish someone would have told me. Oh, Oh. man. Wait a minute. Here it is in the Bible. (laughs) Yes. Even so, faith, if it has no works, is dead, being by itself. James 2.17. So Rahab, she had this both sense, right? She had faith in God. And then she also acted upon it. She hid the men. She led the other guys astray. She waited patiently over the course of time for them to come back. And she had faith that God was going to save her. Absolutely. And I think something that bogs people down is a waiting period. So, Raise your hand if you like to wait. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But she... Earlier, she talked about in the seasons how you got to, you know tend to the soil, sow the seeds, so on and so forth. But sometimes we get bogged down in the waiting and start second-guessing, or like we've talked about, there's risk and sacrifice involved. But there's this parable, they call it the parable of the talents. Now this is a form of money, right, Brooke? Mm -hmm. Okay, but you could sure look at it as your Your literal talents. talents. Yeah, and so a master leaves, but before he does, he gives a amount of money to three different servants the first one gets a small amount it's like papa bear mama bear and baby bear so (laughs) a small amount medium amount large amount well the one that was given the least buries it so that way he'll be able to give it back when the master comes home the other two that had more amounts uh invested it took a risk right uh but when the master came home they were able to return more than what he left him with but the one, the servant that had the least amount that buried it only returned what he was given. And he is called a wicked servant? Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe so. Yes. I think that is the actual word. Whatever he's called, it's not something you'd want to be it's called. Not lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anywho, that's where you could look at it as the calling and talents on your life. Whatever God's given you, whether it's been a big ask or a small ask, if you're able to take that and invest it and grow it so that way when he comes back or you go to meet him in heaven that you're able to say look what I've done you know that's what God wants us to do right and that can be things like even your children your children aren't yours they're God's so our job is to raise them up in the way in the Bible and all that good stuff that way when they go out into the world what is the verse like raise them up raise up your child in the way that it, they should go so something something i'll link it in the show notes period so that way they can be awesome and dominate <laughs> but our job is to be good stewards so it could be over our talents our mind our skill set but also our things like if you have a great big house but you're not having fellowship in there and inviting welcoming people in why do you have a great big house that's just that's a question that maybe you could ask yourself. Or why do you have a fancy car? If you're not car pulling, mm-hmm. help someone out. Yeah, and so she quotes Peter 4.10 in the book. and says, as each one has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Look at that. See, all good advice comes from the Bible. Yes. <laughs> Be a good steward of what is given to you. Sometimes in the waiting to trials will come up, but... As uncomfortable as it might be coming from an Enneagram 9, we're supposed to <laughs> consider it all joy when you encounter trials because this um, produces endurance in your faith. So a lot of times we stop that verse. That's, that's the rest. We don't, we don't period. 
but we don't read the rest of the verse, which is, and let endurance have its perfect results so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. I don't know about you. I don't want to be lacking. <laughs> so whenever we, it's almost that mindset shift. Like, okay, it's a trial. Bring it on. I've got God on my side. I'm going to have confidence in him like we talked about last week. So we're going to push through. Mm-hmm. And that way we're not lacking anything on the other end. So at any given point, you have the opportunity to grow. Just what are you doing with that opportunity? Be a good steward of even just the situation you're in. I think of motivational speakers and people that are, you know, either write books or hired to give speeches to inspire others. And the common theme is that they have overcome insane trials or accomplished crazy tasks in their life. And so, and even like comedies, if that's your jam, there's humor because something went terribly wrong (laughs) and then they survived it and came and told you about it. So I just think that whenever you are facing a trial, if your mindset, you you can still say, man, this sucks, Mm -hmm. but I would just truly believe that there's going to be good on the other side of it. And of course there's, let me just put an asterisk on the end. There's plenty of crazy, traumatic, terrible things that happen in this world. Um, But I do believe that on the other side of it, God can use it uh, to his glory and not that there's a reason for everything happened, so to speak. I have mixed feelings on that statement. So if you're in that camp, I see you. I'm not totally committed yet. But uh, I do believe that everything that is, you know, seems terrible and that no good could come from it. God will find a way. Yep. He'll he'll find a way to use it for good. Yep. Beauty from ashes. Yeah. Bible verse. So he does. Speaking of trials, Farron, I'm going to quote her book. God never tells us to get in Autumn's book. I'm going to quote Autumn's <laughs> book. God's a girl. <laughs> anyway. God never tells us to give up. He wants us to grow up in our faith, and in turn, wisdom is produced in us. Stand in active faith and watch what God will do for you. First Peter 5.10 says this about your trial. After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> perfect, yeah. confirm, strengthen, and establish me. That's it solid. Of, it kind of reminds me of what my oldest is going through. She's in middle school, and so there's different girl and friend drama, and we talk about it, and I share my experiences and tell her how I think this certain person's going to act or how this certain situation's going to go. And sometimes she comes home the next day and is like, you'll never guess what happened. (laughs) And it's usually somewhere along the lines of, I was right. Mm -hmm. Um, But sometimes it's not until a month or two later and she's like, guess what? Almost like what finally happened. Like she was waiting Mm -hmm. because we have had so many of those experiences, but she's experienced the trial herself. That now when I give her any advice on situations from my experiences, that she's more optimistic about how it's going to turn out. Even if the outcome's like not going to be great, she has a little bit more confidence in at least knowing how it's going to go. And ultimately, I give her kind of like, you could take this road or you could take that road. Like, because I'm a big proponent of not choosing is still a choice. Right. And so when I think of what we're talking about in this chapter, like, that's... Trials is where your confidence comes from. It's what grows your faith. It It's what gives you reference for when you face bigger trials down the road to say, hey, God showed up in this one. But can you imagine me trying to explain to her about friend drama in like 
I don't know, kindergarten. Right. I mean, I know all the playground, like there's some kindergarten drama, but it's not quite the same as middle school drama. But for some things you just have to experience for yourself. Mm-hmm. That way you go, oh, I get it. I get it now. Yeah. So there's a reason why you're needing to get it. <laughs> exactly. John 5, 14 and 15 says this. This is the confidence which we have heard before him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests which we have asked from him. In other words, we get a yes from God when we pray according to his will. So if it's in his will, it's going to be a yes. Mm -hmm. So the big question is, how do you know if you're praying and it's aligned with God's will? Putting you on the spot, Farron. Yes. How do you know? How do you know? Uh, well, I know everything, yes, first true. of all. <laughs> Blasphemy. Just kidding. I don't want to be smoting. Smitten. You want to get smote? Smote? <laughs> but uh, we talk, we've talked a lot lately that you should always take your requests to God and pray about them because if you stop and don't even take them to God and you're trying to determine do they align with God's will or not, you're not going to know. But if you start praying for it in our experience you start to get a heart change yep. or like, yes, this is what you're on the right path. Keep going. I know it's hard, but God saying I'm with you, uh, stick, stay the course. Or all of a sudden you're like turned off to the idea or doors start closing or your heart, heart posture changes. And you're like, you know, I thought I wanted that, but I don't, I give examples of my kids. I'm sorry if I already gave this one, you can stop me. But my daughter, she wanted a cat. Mm-hmm. neighborhood cat came by started living in our backyard um she no longer decided she wanted cats yep so i'm so glad we did not she had to experience it for she herself. had to because there was no, a lover to death there was no convincing her unless she had done it herself you might be an eight if yeah, she she <laughs> yes so keep that in mind when you're going through trials that you are getting what we've mentioned in all the scripture not we we've quoted it uh wisdom Mm-hmm. confidence she is now confident that she does not want a cat she in fact Amen. said when can i get a pet i said you mean the cat in the backyard and she goes no a real pet <laughs> I, it's too long of a story but again she has this confidence that she knows now she in fact does not really actually want a cat before she had a cat she was convinced she did so sometimes these trials and experiences are how you learn and grow gain the wisdom mm-hmm. gain the confidence grow closer to God. Well, and I like the kind of opposite effect too. Like you are gaining all those things, but you could also be pruning back Mm -hmm. to that pruning season. You could be eliminating things that are not necessary or holding you back or keeping you from reaching the fullest potential. So again, that heart change, like you were talking about, pray for the heart change. Uh, We talk about how feelings are liars a lot of times and you just have to act before you feel. So you can always pray for your feelings to align That way you know. Okay, so a question could be, if this is in the pruning, or we talked about this in CG too, because there's a whole section in tithing in this chapter. So what is the thing that you're clinging to in an unhealthy or ungodly way? That could be, because that is making an idol of it, right? Mm -hmm. So over 800 times money is mentioned in the Bible. So are we clinging too tightly to our money? Are we not spending it how we need to? Or of our time? Or of our energy? Those are all things that we could be clinging to too tightly. Comfort. Ooh. So last week we talked about where are you placing your faith or your confidence, but mm-hmm. what are you seeking, seeking comfort in? Are you seeking comfort in 
God mm-hmm. or the things of this world. Right. So maybe that's the new word insert for the week. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah. That really plays to your personality as a nine. <laughs> just Mine's like to calendar, time, yeah. energy. <laughs> Yours is energy too. That's yes. so funny. Yes. So again, it's all about changing the world, but we need to start with our innermost part so we can start outpouring that so we can change the world. I think of the example of going to the gym. Like, you don't really want to go, you don't want to go work out, but man, when you're done, it feels great. Yeah, you don't regret it. So like you said, don't base getting started or going based on your emotions. Go and recall all the other times you've gone to the gym. or That's just an example, right? And how much better you felt afterwards. Yeah, look at that. So everybody, don't be comfortable and go to the gym. And just a callback <laughs> from previous chapters, she writes, whatever a man sows... That he will reap. Yep. So there's some, again, awesome reel on Instagram that talks about quit being mad about the results you didn't get from the work you didn't do. Ooh, say it again, say it again. That's so good. (laughs) I don't know if I can say it again. Let me try. Quit being something, something. (laughs) Quit being upset by the results you don't see from the work you didn't do. That's really good. And I mean, it's, I think it's applicable all, in all places of life. Yes, I can <laughs> see my kids getting upset because they didn't get the thing, but they also did not do the thing. Yeah. I would look at them like they were crazy and say, why would you ever expect to see those results yeah. from the work you didn't do? Yeah. If you're not hearing from God, well, are you praying or are you reading the Bible? Those are questions you could ask yourself. Or are you reading it in a way that is helpful? Are you reading it and falling asleep? That might not be as helpful. And are you taking action? Yes. I was listening to a podcast just this morning that talked about, from a leadership perspective, asking people questions and how often people usually already know the answer to mm-hmm. them. And they'll even ask you the question, like, yeah. how can I succeed on this goal? And so he said, what I do a lot of times is I was like, well, why don't you tell me how you think? you would do it. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, if they say something here or there, I might nudge them. But I'll sit there and they'll tell me everything that they wanted me to say. Yeah. They already know. Like, take action. And what I haven't said in a while, it's not mine, it's from Casey Morris, and she may have gotten gotten it from someone else. But, yes, action brings clarity. Which I'm sure we can find a verse... In the Bible that yes. talks about that. We'll do that soon. <laughs> His word's a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Yes. Action brings clarity. As I step forward with my lamp, I can see the next step. Yes. So if you feel convicted, because you know you know, but you need to just do, pause this podcast in a second. <laughs> <laughs> and go do it. Do it. Do it. Okay, fine. Do it now. Bye. <laughs> We're really good at segues. <laughs> and sound effects, right. Yes, so that's the end of our episode. But if you find yourself wanting more, and who could blame you? Brooke, <laughs> tell them where they can find us we, Monday through Friday. We have a lovely website. It's wittyandgritty.blog. You can go there. It has every mini-series ever we've done. What about the socials, Baron? Yes, we are on Instagram and Facebook primarily, but we yeah. do also have um, a Pinterest account, so be sure to follow us on your favorite social platform. Yeah. Oh, also, fun fact, we release episodes every Wednesday, so you can count on us. Be sure to subscribe. That way you don't have to go and find it every week yeah it'll just automatically do the magic 
computery thingy. Thank you, technology. Thank Go you. technologies and uh, Instagrams. Yes. All right, we'll catch you next week, guys. Bye. This episode is brought to you by 21 Kicks Journals, the journals you'll actually finish. Research shows that actively doing something for 21 days in a row will change your brain. Our uniquely designed 21-day journals will grow you on a deeper level, help you increase your odds of achieving your goals, and, not to mention, they're fun and beautifully designed. Head to the 21 Kicks Etsy shop today to explore your journaling options. We'll link it in the show notes.